Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, and it's listener letter time again. This week's letter is from Minsu Lake Hill, from Binan Village in Kunlai Summit. And she writes, Dear Tosh Mafuni, I'm considering majoring in journalism someday, just like you. I'd like to know how long your course of study is and when you plan to graduate from Half Hill Ag. Sincerely, Minsu. Well, Minsu, congratulations on choosing your profession so early. You know, my father asked me that very same question. A lot, actually. Being from a farming community and a farming family, everyone was quite surprised when I told them that I didn't want to farm and that all I ever wanted to do was write. My family thought I should at least consider becoming a priest since I was clearly not cut out to be a farmer or any kind of a fighter. But I was determined, so after many long discussions with my family and letters to Half-Hill Ag, the school accepted me as their only journalism major. Luckily, Professor Talib was in need of a student assistant, so she kindly agreed to become my advisor. And honestly, I, I don't mind doing her yard work, although she does say I do a poor job of it and occasionally bringing her tea. Thanks for writing, Minsu, and good luck with your career in journalism. In local news, Grainer Pan at the Imperial Granary is seeking the assistance of any adventurers in the valley to defeat Cronan, the Barley Barbarian, the leader of the Sprite invasion that has plagued the granary for some time now. Grainer Pan believes that this dangerous and unusually large sprite is the result of one of the invading sprites ingesting his new Pan's miracle Grow formula for increasing grain production. If you're interested, please see Grainer Pan at the Imperial Granary just south of Half Hill. Appropriate rewards for assistance will be given. It's time again for the Dwarven Weather Forecast with Eamon Wetbranch. Sponsored by Nessingwari Safari. This week, the Isle of Giants. What's the forecast, Eamon? Uh, I'll have to get back to you, lad. No. No for you. Um, Eamon? Eamon? Hello? Okay, well, um, the Dwarven Weather Report is brought to you by Nessingwari Safari, who remind you that no one is meant for defeat. And now, the farm report. Jogu's word on tomorrow's crops is scallions. This mild root vegetable grows well in the rich soil of Sunsong Ranch and, oddly enough, is also a favorite snack food of many of Pandaria's more threatening predators. But whether you're growing them or looting them, scallions are a key ingredient in a couple of useful and nutritious recipes. One of my family's favorites is Fire Spirit Salmon. This is a simple two-ingredient recipe requiring only scallions 
and emperor salmon, which is abundant in the valley and in the Krasarang wilds. Next time you're in Half Hill, stop by and visit Master of the Steamer, Yan Ironpaw, to learn this recipe. Checking the Azeroth calendar? Well, it's another quiet week in Azeroth, but the one-day Glowcap Festival is tomorrow. And <laughs> I promise no puns about that this week, because in my weekly evaluation, Professor Talib told me that puns can easily mushroom out of control. <laughs> See what I did there? In a little over two weeks, boating enthusiasts from all over Azeroth will converge on Thousand Needles for the three-day Thousand Boat Bash. So get those vessels out of dry dock and buff up the bright work for what is sure to be several fun days of aquatic adventures. For our feature story this week, we're returning to Travels with Tashi and Talib. This week, the Isle of Giants. After receiving that rather alarming forecast from our weather forecaster, Eamon Wetbranch, the professor and I decided to mount a mission to this fabled island off the northern coast of Pandaria to check on Eamon. A volcanic island dominated by a large caldera in its center, the Isle of Giants is home to many primal creatures raised by Zandalari trolls in the time following the Great Sundering. Professor Talib and I picked up a kite ride from Half Hill to the southern beachhead of Beeble's Landing. We began our search for Eamon by meeting with Beeble Sockrench at Beeble's Landing. Beeble, a gnome member of the ill-fated Jurassic Expedition, seemed a bit muddled and couldn't recall seeing Eamon, but recommended that we talk to Dr. Atten Hamlock, leader of the Jurassic Expedition. We followed Beeble's somewhat vague directions to a path around the southwestern corner of the island. We immediately encountered several herds of giant blue primal direhorns and their broods of hatchlings, cooling themselves in small ponds bordered by lovely fields of red poppies. These threatening-looking creatures with their horned and plated heads and backs gave us our first clue as to what Eamon may have encountered. Thankfully, we moved through the herd with no incident. Not far beyond the dire horns were a group of bipedal devil sores. These enormous creatures were guarding a cave entrance. With some trepidation, we decided to check the cave for any sign of Eamon, but only found the spirit of a long-dead Sandalari troll named Kuma, who was more interested in talking about bone collecting than helping us locate our lost weather forecaster. We left the cave and began working our way up the plateaus toward the center of the island and found the wreckage of the Jurassic Expedition's Zeppelin. As I was beginning to talk to Nellie Sattler, a member of the team, I was suddenly startled by the presence of a small direhorn at my side. I nearly jumped out of my skin when the direhorn smiled, nudged me with its horn, winked, and said in a deep, rumbling voice, Hello, Tashi. It was, in fact, the professor in a disguise that she bought from A. Grant Sharpshot, another member of the expedition. She had a pretty good laugh at my shocked expression. Well, neither Nellie nor Dr. Hamlock had any information about Eamon, but were quite concerned about their stock of provisions. 
It seems they had already gone through the Pandaren takeout food that they had brought with them, as evidenced by the empty carryout containers scattered around the camp. We promised to put in an order for delivery to them when we got back to Half Hill and continued on our search for Amon. We went from the camp into the hot center of the caldera, dominated by bubbling pools of mud. It was here that we found some solid evidence, clear prints of dwarven boots pressed into the muddy soil. The Zondalari dynamancers seemed quite unhappy with our presence, and in their heavy Zondalari accents spoke of the coming of Undasta. No sooner did they say this than Undasta himself appeared, along with his master, Dahoman the Beast Lord. This gigantic and startling raptor towered over the scene in spectacular fashion, bedecked with Zondalari armor and markings. We stood and watched with awe for several minutes before we realized this must have been Amon's destination, as his footprints led from there, out of the mudfield, back towards the southern shore of the island. We followed his tracks down the muddy path till they were lost in the poppy fields on the outskirts of the beach. Any remaining tracks or clues had been trampled out by the herd of direhorns in the field. We found our way back to Beeble's Landing and asked him again whether Amon had been there, because that seemed to be where he had been headed. Beeble finally remembered that Amon had, in fact, been through there and had booked a flight out, but had not said where he was going, only that he was in a real hurry. Well, the professor and I are left with quite a mystery on our hands. Where had Amon gone, and most importantly, would he still be available as a weather forecaster? We contemplated this as we flew back to Half Hill, ending the adventure with more questions than answers. As always, I am coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, the finest establishment in all of Pandaria, serving up all your favorites, including cold, refreshing Storm Stout Brew, made right here in the valley with pride by the good folks of Storm Stout Brewery who've been sponsoring the Half-Hill Report since day one. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. See you next week, folks. And remember, free Pandaria. <laughs>